Show Me the Science with Professor Luke O'Neill. Hello, I'm Luke O'Neill and welcome to my podcast, Show Me the Science. Now, I've got a very relevant one for you. And again, it's recent stuff, so I try to keep everything up to date. Uh, This is all about the science of sound. And how relevant is that as I speak into this microphone and hear myself and then you're listening to me through a sound device. So sound is a very interesting part of physics. It's a very interesting part of science, really. Um, But there's been a couple of questions. What's the loudest sound ever made? Is one. Right, That's me coughing there just to illustrate the coughing sound. What's the loudest sound ever? And don't say it's my voice. I used to get terrible snagging from my friends. My voice would often boom out, you see, and... Maybe it's me that made the loudest sound. I'll give you one example. I went to a gig once a few years ago. Uh, a guy called Andy Irvine, a big fan of. He's a great musician, folk musician. And I was at the back of the, the venue talking too loudly. And he stopped and he said, but that man shut up. His voice would cut steel. So my booming voice, but that, that's not the loudest sound. I'll reveal to you shortly what the loudest, they think the loudest sound ever detected was, because it's really interesting. And then what I also want to talk about is this recent stuff. They've listed five sounds in the world that science can't explain. Now, there we have it. Us scientists love a mystery. And in fact, science in many ways is trying to solve questions and solve mysteries. And there's so many unanswered questions in science. Uh, This one, strangely enough, is what's the basis for these five different sounds? So isn't it peculiar? And of course, we all hear sounds that we can't explain, don't we? Bumps in the night or strange pinging noises or buzzing noises and all that kind of thing, you know. So we're all, what's that, you know, what's that sound? But this, these, these five sounds are very, very interesting, it must be said, and they're trying to figure out what, what's, what's, what's causing them. And uh, the piece I read about this, it is driving some of these sound engineers crazy. They want to figure out what this sound is. Because if you're in a radio studio and there's some strange sound in the background, it can be very annoying, say. But also, a couple of other reasons why trying to crack what these sounds are is the question. Now, what are these sounds that science can't explain? Well, funny enough, a lot of it comes to the military in the US and I've trying to detect things all the time. I'm trying to wonder, is there some weapon or some thing that's being emitted that's causing harm or whatever it might be? And in fact, there's quite a serious part of this, the US Embassy in Cuba. The Inspector General at the CIA is reviewing the agency's handling of officers who have gotten sick from this mysterious Havana syndrome. There have been reports from the U.S. State Department workers around the world falling ill with a series of painful sensory and physical symptoms. The first reports... Uh, Lots of the people in the embassy came down with strange illnesses, including tinnitus in their ears, and they wondered where they being zapped with some high-frequency sound. And it was never pinned down the basis for this uh, this illness that happened in Cuba. There could be different reasons for it. So, So some of this is coming from the U.S. military trying to detect things. And the first one, though, was the U.S. Navy, and they, back in the 50s, began detecting sounds or searching for sounds in the oceans. It's a thing called hydrophonics. And they are mainly doing it to pick up the sound of Soviet submarines, because it was during the Cold War. And you might hear the sound of a Soviet submarine, and then you know there's a submarine nearby, and you might want to know that. So it turns out a huge amount of data was collected from the oceans. And this was useful for people who are interested in whales, because whales emit very interesting sounds, as you may know, aquatic mammals can make all kinds of sounds. And a lot of the information on whale sounds came from the US Navy in their efforts to try to measure these different sounds. And they could detect whale noises from many, many miles away. And a very strange noise was detected at 52 hertz. Now, uh, hertz is a way we measure the frequency of sound, and that gives rise to this week's joke. Are you ready? Baby, don't hurts me, no morse. Anyway, this 52 hertz sound in the ocean, they don't know what it is. 
Now, whales emit at 15 to 25 hertz. And so they know the range that whales and aquatic mammals emit sounds at. And it seems to be coming from a living thing, they think. And the question is, is there some aquatic creature down there in the depths emitting a sound? And of course, whales are emitting sounds for all kinds of reasons, territorial dominance, say, or attracting a mate, various things like that. So this 52 hertz, don't know what it is. Uh, the, the thing I read here was it's a bit like a tuba. That instrument emits at 52 hertz. Is there a mammal under the ocean playing the tube, you'd wonder, unlikely. But they kept trying to find out, what is this 52 hertz sound? And it's very uh, sort of regular. They can detect it uh, in different places and so on. So very interesting. What's the basis for that sound? Now, the second one is a lake in New York called Seneca and also North Carolina's, the Outer Banks there. There's two separate places. They've detected these cannon, what are called cannon-like sounds like a cannon firing off is the best example they can give in these two separate places. And they noticed that these were being reported in these two places. They got similarities. So why would there be this strange cannon explosion-like sounds in these two different places? And sometimes it's driving residents, you see, in these places to distraction because it can rattle the windows even. And they reckon it's been going on for 100 years. So what is happening in those two places, sending out this noise that's a bit like a cannon firing? Well reported, by the way. Uh, two ideas and I remember science will ask a question so in other words the question is what's causing those sounds in those two places and that sounds are similar it could be earthquakes it could be move, seismic movement and that may explain the 52 hertz as well by the way because obviously when the earth moves you get sounds being emitted that's one idea and they're trying to measure that it's unlikely the second one is a strange one it could be methane gas bubbling and popping now obviously it's a lake uh, Seneca, and this is the Outer Banks in North Carolina. Uh, so, so in other words, it could be methane gas, they think big bubbles and they're popping like a cannon sound, but nobody's found them yet. So that's the second idea, and, and apparently you can recreate the sound with these bubbles. So, so maybe there's some strange methane being uh, released in, in the environment, either at the, at the ground, Outer Banks or indeed in, in this lake, and that's this strange cannon-like sound. Again, trying to tie that down and find out what it is. Now, the third one is called the Portland Suburb Scream. Now there's a great name for you. And this began in 2016. It sounds like a high-pitched scream or squeaking noise in a suburb of Portland. And it got reported, and lots of people reported it. It woke people up in this neighbourhood. That's how serious this noise was. And it went on for at least a month. Um, and it was extremely loud. And then people wondered, well, look, what could this be? Now, when they, they're calling it a scream, it's more like a loud squeaking noise. Uh, they never tracked down what this was. And can you imagine it was so loud that it woke people up? Now, of course, they've only measured it for a period of a month or so, and then it stopped. Um, there hasn't been any report of it since then. But they're waiting to see if this strange screaming noise will come back. Now, what did they think it was? Well, of course, there was the usual people saying, was it aliens? You always get that in these kinds of stories. Uh, another idea was it was a massive water pump nearby. They, you think they would have turned it off and shown it was this water pump. They don't know what caused it. And lots of people reported it. So again, a mysterious high-pitched screaming noise so loud that it could wake people up was the third mysterious sound that they're trying to figure out what that is. Now, the fourth one is actually 
more common and more regular. It's a low-frequency hum. So it's a bit like our 52 hertz example, I suppose. But a particular low-frequency sound has been detected regularly, like a low rumble, in New Mexico, England, Canada and New Zealand. And again, these were all reported and the scientists realised it was the same thing in four different places. It's like a low rumble. Um, not everybody could hear it, which was a strange one, because obviously if it was a standard noise, everybody could hear it. So so the question then was, was it a type of tinnitus, which of course can be a, you know, a very serious thing when people's hearing, you begin to hear these noises that aren't there, because uh, some ear abnormality will cause that, and it's a very serious thing. Uh, so they wonder, was it a type of tinnitus? But it doesn't seem to be, because it was very common, even though not everybody reported it in these different places. Um, you know, it, it, it's unlikely to be tinnitus, they feel, and it's still a mystery, this low-frequency noise in these four different places. And again, that's been well-reported, and again, they can still detect it, and they're still wondering what it is. And then the last one, the fifth one, uh, the other mystery sound is what's called singing sand. Now, get this, this has been reported for hundreds of years in deserts. So the Gobi Desert, for example. Uh, in Colorado, there's a desert there, the dunes there. It's, it's described as a low-frequency roar. And in fact, Marco Polo, on his journey to China, reported it as well in the desert. And it's quite a common thing, and the sand seems to emit a noise. Now, again, you think they'd tie that one down because it's just the sand making the noise. They don't quite know what's causing it. The, the most likely interpretation is it's grains of sand sliding over each other and they're emitting sound, you know, and this strange roar is coming off the sand dunes, basically. But still, it's a bit of a mystery what's causing the sand to sing. They use the word sing, but it's like a low roar. So there are five mystery sounds that people are still trying to figure out what the basis for them are and the kind of scientific conundrums. Now, the other thing about sound is, and again, this is a recent thing because they're trying to figure out what's the loudest sound ever measured. Now, now that, that this is interesting for all kinds of reasons anyway. I mean, if you're a sound engineer, it's very important. Uh, how loud does sound have to get before hearing is damaged, uh, which is an important consideration. Um, and of course, we've always thought that rock concerts, if you ever go to a very loud concert and the band is playing extremely loudly, that would be a source of a very loud sound. Jet engines make very loud sounds as well. Uh, and these are up, up there on the list but they aren't near the top of the list so a very loud rock concert people's hearing can be damaged and you're ringing in your ears afterwards uh, but these aren't the loudest sounds volcanoes uh, of course get the record as I will explain to you um, in a minute I'm going to reveal almost what the loudest sound they think ever recorded was but a, a very loud volcano can bang off at 194 decibels now we measure sound in decibels and that kind of level if it goes above about 190 that will damage your eardrums and certain sounds are above 190, and that's the limit in a way, uh, because that can really damage your, 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 your ears. So it's very important to try to figure this out. Now, let's look at the loudest sounds ever measured. Now, remember, 190 or in that range, 190 to 200, will burst eardrums. So that's, that's the ultimate limit, really, that you, you don't have to be in a place where the, 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 the sound is that loud. And, of course, around jet engines and places like that, you wear headphones to protect your hearing for good reason. Because even though the, 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 high, the limit of this might damage your eardrums, lower sounds can still cause some damage and can give rise to tinnitus, as I mentioned earlier. So, so it's important to wear protective headgear if you're in a loud environment. But here we go. In 2011, there was an NBA playoff... And the Dallas Mavericks won, and the fans made so much noise, they got to 115 decibels. 
Now that sound was being amplified in various ways. It wasn't the natural sound of a crowd roaring. That's a very, very loud noise coming off fans in a stadium. Above that, even louder, and this gets very interesting because some animals can make very loud noises. And if you're near them, it can be deafening. The lesser bulldog bat now, of bats are in the news for all kinds of reasons, but this particular species of bat, South American bat, it can send out a sound of 137 decibels. So it's louder than the NBA playoff. The crowd roaring, a single bat. Now, it's very transient. It's ultrasonic, which is a certain term as well for this. So it's, it is very loud, but it's hard to hear because it's got this ultrasonic feature. So, But still, that's another example of a loud sound. The third is the howler monkey. Now, this is a well-named animal because when it starts roaring and howling, it's 140 decibels, which is even louder now. And we're getting up towards 190, remember? So that's the howler monkey. Now, that can be heard three miles away, that monkey, uh, because and obviously it's sending out its sound for various reasons. Again, it could be territorial. It could be to frighten other animals away. It could be as a, as a, as a way to attract mates. So there's our, there's our third one. Now, the fourth one is gunfire. And we've all heard, well, we've all heard guns go off in the movies, haven't we? Not many have heard them in, in real life, I guess. That's 140 decibels as well. So it's the same intensity of sound as the howler monkey makes. So guns will bang, and then that's a very loud sound. Next is the Saturn V rocket. Zero, all engine running. That was measured. Now, those rockets were used in the Apollo program to bring us humans up to the moon. Remember, famously, the Apollo mission. Um, and that, when that, they measured the sound coming off that rocket, 204 decibels. So now that's, that's a very loud sound. And obviously that's coming off a rocket. They reckon that could be the loudest kind of machine-based noise in a way. Very loud sound there. And then we get another great example is when a meteor hits the Earth. They've measured a huge amount of, of noise as well. And the greatest one is the Chile of meteor. Chile of Binak, as they pronounce it, in Russia. That hit 180 decibels. It's not quite as high as the Saturn V, but still very loud. Three miles away, they could hear it. Massive noise. And it set off sensors 9,000 miles away in Antarctica, that meteor. So again, they try and get a calculation of the noise, and then because how the closer you are to the source, is a factor in this as well. But certainly that was so loud it was still detected nine thousand miles away, and that was a very loud noise indeed. And then the other one, and these are the top three in a way. That the last one, then they think the loudest noise ever. Now, of course, they couldn't really. They did measure it to some extent, and it's a bit theoretical. This, but Krakatoa, in 1893, that volcano banged very loudly 202 decibels was hit they reckon so now but remember that was a massive thing I mean the the Saturn V rocket is quite localised this was a huge noise that spread and spread and spread Uh, it was immediately heard three miles away not immediately sound has to travel of course but three miles away they could detect it Um, and this was huge now that that, that, um, volcano had all kinds of awful consequences a hundred foot tsunami was sent out which, of course, had did huge damage. That volcano deafened people who were within this three miles of it. That's how loud the noise was. It killed 36,000 people in the end, both from the tsunami and the destruction and all the things that had happened. And it was recorded in Australia. They could even hear it there. I'll just show you how loud that was. Now, we can't get an exact measurement of the decibels, but because it's being measured in places like Australia, the deafening reports tell us something as well. They they reckon that that must have been the loudest sound ever heard on Earth. So the prize for the loudest sound 
ever recorded, I think, uh, and it wasn't me shouting, it is Krakatoa in 1893. And they reckon that's the one that gets the record. But of course, as I say, the exact measurements are slightly questioned, but still very, very loud. We would give the Saturn V rocket maybe second place there because that was measured very accurately. So the science of sound continues. Very interesting as a scientific thing. And we're learning all kinds of things about sound from these kinds of studies. So I hope you listened very closely there. Thank you again, Owen, for laughing at the door. Um, And I hope I wasn't too loud. That's the science of sound for you. Thank you very much. And that's my podcast. It's available to be downloaded every Thursday. And it's a News Talk production. Thank you. Thank you.